Welcome to the Agent Survival Guide Podcast, a podcast for today's insurance agents. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, what does the delay of the fiduciary rule mean for your business? We unpack it all so you can stay compliant. ASG Episode 31, the latest on the fiduciary rule and compliance tips, written by Roxanne Anderson. The Department of Labor recently filed their proposal for an 18-month extension of the transition period for the fiduciary rule with the Office of Management and Budget. If approved, the extension would delay certain applicability dates for the rule yet again. Currently, consultants, advisors, insurance agents, and others must comply with the rule's expanded definition of fiduciary advice in the Employee Retirement Income Security Act, also known as ERISA, and the Impartial Conduct Standards. Those parts of the law went into effect on June 9, 2017. The rest of the rule was to be implemented on January 1, 2018. However, the proposed extension would postpone the applicability date of the Best Interest Contract Exemption, PTE 2016-01, the Principal Transaction Exemption, PTE 2016-02, and the Prohibited Transaction Exemption, PTE 8424, until July 1, 2019. What does this mean for you? If you provide investment or management advice for qualified retirement plans, which include annuities, you have some more time to prepare and get your business in good order. Right now, you must continue to comply with the impartial conduct standards. The other parts of the rule will go into effect July 1, 2019, assuming the OMB approves the delay and the DOL doesn't make any changes to the law. With the extension of the fiduciary rules transition period, the DOL also extended the temporary enforcement policy. In the DOL's own words in the official notice in the Federal Register, this means that they, quote, will not pursue claims against investment advice fiduciaries who are working diligently and in good faith to comply with their fiduciary duties and to meet the condition of the PTEs, unquote. So it's less likely you'll receive citations for violations of the rule, and more likely the DOL will attempt to help you understand and comply with the rule. It's important to take note, many insurers have told those who work with insurance only that they will not be acting as a financial institution that offers compliance assistance with the impartial conduct standards. If you're appointed to sell insurance, you may see carriers asking you to sign an attestation form that states you're following these standards. What are the impartial conduct standards again? The impartial conduct standards are the three principles that you must adhere to when you make recommendations to transfer qualified funds or change allocations in qualified accounts like IRAs, 401ks, and 403bs. These principles go as follows. 1. You must provide investment advice that's in the best interest of the client. 2. You cannot charge more than reasonable compensation for investment advice and services. And three, you must not make statements that could be considered misleading. Tips for staying compliant with the fiduciary rule. In short, staying compliant with the DOL's fiduciary rule will involve documenting, record keeping, and finding the best solutions for your client's needs. Here are some tips to help you along the way. Thoroughly evaluate your client's goals, needs, and risk tolerance. Consider the client's health age, time horizon, medical spending, as well as any preferences they may have that are relevant to the situation. 
provide the client with accurate information and be transparent about all commissions, fees, benefits, expenses, and conflicts of interest. Only make recommendations that are in the client's best interest, and you do that based on the information you gather while evaluating the client's situation. Sign the necessary attestation and disclosure agreement forms with the client to document that you've done all of these to the best of your ability and your client agrees. And of course, then you want to make sure that you maintain organized files on each client that contain all completed documentation. The extension of the transition period for the fiduciary role will provide you with 18 more months than you originally had to gain a complete understanding of the upcoming changes and new standards of business. Now's the time to do your research and ask any questions you may have to ensure you're fully prepared for the future. If you've got questions, the experts at Ritter Insurance Marketing would love to help you. We've got the link to our sales team in the show notes for you. We've also got links to all of the information we mentioned in this episode including the link to the Federal Register's record of the extension and a few other helpful articles. That's all for this episode of the Agent Survival Guide podcast. This podcast is possible thanks to the amazing Agent Survival Guide team. You can actually read all of the content from every episode of this podcast and more online at agentsurvivalguide.com. We would love it if you would sign up for our email list there to make sure that you're getting all of the great content that our creative team puts out as soon as we hit publish. You can subscribe to that list by clicking on the big orange button in the top right-hand corner of the Agent Survival Guide website, enter your email, click submit, and you'll be good to go with all of our latest updates. Again, that's agentsurvivalguide.com or click on the link in our show notes. Thank you for your support. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next episode.